Hey there, thanks so much for joining me today. I've got my friend Mike Lazier here today and we are going to be talking about all things websites and all things just your online presence. Mike knows a ton about that and he's been working with clients over the years to help them improve how they show up online. And I'm really, really grateful to have you here today, Mike. Hi Valerie, thank you. It's a pleasure to be on the call. Yeah. So, okay. So you, you and I first got connected to each other because you build websites and I do a lot of social media and those tend to kind of uh, go hand in hand. A lot of our clients need the same services. I'm, I'm curious, you know, you, you mentioned a little bit before that you have kind of branched off a little bit more into the author world as well. So kind of help me fill in the gaps, share with the world, um, and all those listening here today, a little bit about what you do. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. And so 515 Media is the name of our company. We um, actually started as an independent web developer designer. There's a lot of us out there, a lot of uh, freelancers. And this was back in about 2008, 2009. And back in those days, um, there were a lot of kind of newer content management systems coming around, uh, WordPress being the big one everyone was talking about. And so my colleagues and I would do a lot of kind of fun things with WordPress. Uh, we would, you know, create a solution for our, our clients um, where we built them a simple site and also we teach them how to manage the site. So, you know, before that you would build a site, something like an HTML and our clients couldn't update it. They had to, or they would have to call a web developer to come and help them make the updates to the site. And so we sort of saw an opportunity or I did uh, back then where WordPress and other content management systems allow you to train the client into kind of helping themselves a little bit. And so I thought, well, we're entering a nice new era, you know, let's see if we can focus uh, on our niche, which is WordPress. It wasn't such a unique niche as it turned out um, because there were hundreds of thousands of other WordPress developers at the time. So not that that's, you know, that was a real issue because there was such a demand and there continues to be such a demand for web development. And going along with that, you have a lot of social media development, branding, design, um, online marketing, SEO strategy. The list kind of goes on and on. We're, we're going to relaunch Smart Author Sites. And not only is it going to be a service to help um, uh, authors get a website up, but also help with some of the social media, the marketing, and especially get their books listed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble. Um, and, you know, as I mentioned earlier, get they're, they're not here to like, you know, learn how to market the books. They're here to write the books and we're kind of taking that, making their lives, you know, simpler and everything. So, um, so we do that with 515 Media, which covers the gamut of um, making people's lives easier. Um, and we think about that when we work with our clients today. Yeah. Well, and it's, it, you know, websites have been and continue to be one of those kind of pockets of work where... Mm -hmm any expert, whether they're an author or they are a financial advisor or they are a plumber, like they, they know their expertise. They care about what they got into work for. They didn't do it to build out a website and know how to build a website. And I think the website piece has always been this kind of nebulous, confusing thing for people. They don't fully know what they need to know. And so it's always important to have a trusted person like you, um, who can help them navigate kind of what needs to be done, why it needs to be done without overwhelming them. And um, so I kind of wanted to talk through a little bit of kind of what, what do people need to know? Um, if, if, if somebody is coming to, to hire somebody to help them with a website, um, 
what are some things that they need to have just basic understanding of, even if they're, they don't ever plan on doing a single update on their website themselves, how can they be a smart business owner or a smart, smart author to uh, make sure they're asking the right questions and have the right basic knowledge when they're hiring somebody? <laughs> well, first of all, that's a really good question. And I, I would almost urge some of our clients to start thinking that way. <laughs> Well, you know, they'll come to us and say, oh, you do websites. Well, we have a business and our website's terrible. Yeah. I hear that every week. And yeah. The first question I'll often ask is, well, first of all, do you, what do you want your website to do? And with mm. new, sometimes we'll even say, do you need a website? And it's a little bit of a jarring question for someone who's come to you and said, oh, you know, I want a site. That's what you do to then turn around and hear, oh, do you need a site? Um, I think like it's easy to lose sight of, um, you know, the forest for the trees, I guess, if lack of saying it a better way and like say, oh, well, um, I want all of this technology to do something for me. I want it to bring in business. I want it to solve a problem without actually saying, well, what is it that your business does? What do you want? What problem do you want solved? So I almost don't like to come in and say, what, what would you like us to help you with? Mm -hmm. We can provide the technological assistance. Um, we can sure. also do it in the right direction, you know, like where is your business and what does it do? But they may say something to me like, oh, well, we just want more signups. We want more people to use our services. That's a simple problem to solve because we can create a call to action. We would get a site up. We would say, hey, let's get some social media. Let's do a marketing campaign. Let's uh, do an email newsletter. Um, we might get help from you. Um, mm -hmm. But, you know, if someone is just comes to us with the issue that's completely different, like, oh, well, I'm not selling enough vacuum cleaners. Um, I might say, well, why is that? You know, it, and then they like, well, they reveal that at Yelp, they get one-star reviews nonstop. And it's like, all right, well, websites probably not going to help if your vacuum cleaners are breaking down. This is obviously just an example, but sure. you, you want to get people thinking like the source of like, what is it that their need really is? You know, right. So that's part of, that's a big part of what we do. And I think it's a little different than um, some of the other people in the industry that are just pumping out WordPress sites and 30 weeks. You know, not that there's anything wrong with that. So sure. You have to know yourself. Yeah, understanding the basic problem of what you're trying to solve because sometimes the answer, like you're saying, is you know their their product might need to be revamped or maybe they have a great product but they just have a ton of bad reviews and they need more of the good reviews to show up. Um, and so it's a matter of well, that's that's actually more of a reputation management problem versus a website problem. So that's that's a great great answer there. So, um, what do you what do you see as like the common misconception that a lot of people come to when they are thinking about building out a website, and they think that a website will do for them, um, you know, but maybe they don't have a realistic perspective of what the process <laughs> is like. Yeah, I um, number one issue is they think that once they have a site up, magically everyone's just going to come knocking at the door. Like, oh, we, we're out there. That means we're going to get discovered and we're going to get yeah. ranked people. And like, yeah, it, it doesn't happen that way. It's a very active process. And I, I like to let people know that right off the bat. I'm sure you probably do too. Sure. Social media expert. Like, you know, we, <laughs> I think every month I have to have that conversation, like right off the bat and say, just so you know, um, there is an active participation process in this. You, you know, you're a business owner, but you need to treat this as rather than a solution that's going to send people to you it's a vehicle that allows you to connect with others and help influence them that the work that you do is going to help make their lives better. Um, so if you're selling vacuums, yeah, you could uh, go and list, you know, we've got the best A1 
vacuum brand on, on Google and like rank it really high and do some keywords and advertising and um, pay for some Facebook ads. Um, but if you really want to actually connect with people today, it's not like it used to be where it's all keywords and all that. Like now it's about being active and connecting with others in your industry. It's about having conversations, um, you know, going on platforms that you might be totally comfortable with. Like, oh, I'm going to go on Instagram, like TikTok, I, not, not that desperate maybe, but you know, yeah. like, yeah, who is your audience? Like, how do I connect with these people? It's an authentic reach rather than yeah. like, just going to hide behind the curtain and like get money coming. It's, it's never that way. And so a website is a tool. You know, it's a way that someone can, you know, have a, a process by which once they bring people in, they have an effective call to action. They come on their site and they say, all right, what is my product? Here's what it does. Or what is my service? I have just a few seconds to capture their interest. You know, I need to have this button that says, you know, get in touch. It should be a very simple, quick process. Most of the rest of the site, you know, people have lots of content on their website. They want to say as much as possible. Nobody has time to read that these days. Right. In fact, our, our attention spans have probably never been shorter. So. Right. <laughs> well, well, what I love about what you just what just shared was just that it you touched on the fact that it's an active process on the client side. And a lot of times what I've seen is, you know, people want to hire you to create web copy or to create their social media for them or, you know, to do all these different things. And they expect that they can just hire you, have a 20 minute phone call with you, maybe to, you know, give you the overview and then they're hands off. And, um, you know, I think the important thing to remember is that one, we're not mind readers and, you know, a lot of times people have different opinions, you know, there's, there's different, um, feedback that, uh, on a project where they might say, I want this site to look really modern. For example, that might be something that you hear from time to time. I want it to look modern. Okay. Well, modern (laughs) is a subjective word, right? Like there are different definitions of what modern is and, you know, what you guys present as a modern website may be completely different from what people have in their heads as what means modern to them. And so I see that a lot in projects along digital marketing at large, where people don't know how to communicate what's in their head to somebody that they hire and they get frustrated when they hire somebody and we actually want feedback from them. You know, we want to send you checkpoints. We want to get your input. We need to get what's in your head into out into the world so that we can understand it and help put it together in a way that the public will understand. So I don't know, do you see that very often where people kind of have come into the process with an unrealistic expectation of, you know, you can just <laughs> turn this website around in, in five seconds flat and completely understand what I'm wanting. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You read my mind actually. I was thinking it. And like, it's, it's fairly common and, you know, to be, I'll give uh, our, we have great clients and I'm going to give them some credit. A lot of them are very good at understanding that process. So we don't always have to have those good. conversations. And, but a lot of the time, especially with design, um, we'll get people who come in and have this, like, either they have this idea that we're going to magically be able to take all their information and put it into this perfect format to sell it. We need to have a really great understanding of their business yeah. to do that. And we also, it needs to be a two-way street where we're working with them and asking questions and they need to be able to um, pivot and, you know, say, oh, you know, this is our messaging, this is what we want. But then there's an element of trust too. So um 
like I like to use the dental analogy. It's like if you have a dental appointment, you have to get a tooth pulled. Um, you're not going to go to the dentist and say, well, I know that this is the tooth you say has decayed, but I'd rather you pulled this tooth. And that's like what we get with design a little bit. Like, um, oh, I want it to look green or green is my color. And it's like, well, you know, we've done, we know how to create an effective presentation for your your content uh, from a design perspective and what will make it most marketable. I mean, you're kind of, you know, there's this element of trust the experts a little bit. So like yeah. design become a lot less, you know, so to answer your question, there's two different things going on. One, yeah, people who think they know what they want from a looks perspective, missing the point that that's not really the bottom line of what's going to make or break. It can break their product if they have a subpar design, but it's not going to, you know, like adding flourishes here and there usually is part of as like the messaging. Yeah. Or they come to the project and they're just, you know, they have absolutely no idea and they just want us to do everything. So it's like a, you know, a little bit on one side or the other sometimes. Yeah. It sounds like that's what you're doing with. Well, and I think too, it, it, it all comes down to personality types too. Like some people are really, really particular of what they want. And then other people are really more laid back. Um, and so sometimes you, it's hard to read if somebody is going to want to be more hands-on or not. Um, but, you know, I think at least one of the things I've come to start to do is set some expectations and say, at the beginning of a project like this, you know, there is going to be a lot of back and forth at the beginning. And that's where we're just learning your voice. We want to know what we're, you know, how you word things, how you think, how you operate. And that is normal. Um, we've been doing this for you know, over 10 years, like we've come across a lot and this is a common thing that it, it's just more back and forth and don't be surprised or frustrated by that. Um, we need to do that and, and it will lessen over time. Um, and, you know, by the end of the project or by the end of our time working together, like you will see that it's a lot easier for us to know how you would say things and what you might respond with and things like that. So, um, yeah. but, it, but it is interesting. I think sometimes people don't understand how much goes into a website, um, and how much work yeah. is there. And they think that, you know, you can just come up with, with everything. It's, it's super yeah. easy. Um, and when you don't, you're not, you don't live and breathe their business all day. It's, it's definitely hard. So, um, I appreciate yeah. your insights there. Um, are there things that you're seeing today? or that you've seen in recent years that are just kind of um, simple misses, like common mistakes that yeah. you keep seeing happen over and over and over when people are building out their website. What are you seeing? Uh, there's a few. Um, so I, I would say like uh, one thing is that the industry, web development especially has changed so much that this answer could be different depending on, you know, five years ago or 10 sure. years ago, different things. And, um, you know, I would say today, and this is touching a little bit on what I said earlier, um, just kind of this idea that um, there's this hands-off process, like you can set it and forget it. Um, mm -hmm. There's a talk in financial industries of the idea of multiple income streams and passive income and like make money while you sleep. Um, and I think that a lot of that ideology has damaged um, some of the technical industries, uh, like how we work a little bit and the people who are like, a lot of times we'll have clients that'll come in and say, well, I want this to just be generating income for me. And they come at it from that mindset. And while that is a possibility, um, if that's your first approach that you just want something to be making money for you, it automatically turns off that switch. Like I have to have an active role. You can eventually get there. It is absolutely 
possible. And we have clients that are doing that, but it requires a lot of upfront work and planning. And um, there's two clients I have in mind that I've been working with lately that I've worked with them on this a little bit, this idea that they need to have an active role um, and that there's no such thing as like 100% passive income right. unless you're, you've got it in an account somewhere. I mean, like, um, so a website can make you that, but like, for example, like with WordPress, you have to keep the versions of, you know, the software updated constantly along with the plugins. Right. If you just sit back, don't upgrade those plugins. And by the way, that's a service we offer. So yeah, our clients are worried about that. We, we handle it. But there are some clients we work with who want to do it themselves or not worry about the updates. And then, and then they then come to you like five years later and their site's yeah. broke. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it's like, <laughs> or even worse, they say, hey, the site you built a, a year ago broke. And, you know, we look and say, well, you didn't update the plugin that handles your merchant account integration that's why you're not getting any purchases and you know we let you know that you need to keep this updated if you're not going to right it's understandable you know people want to save money you know, they, but um clients who do that you know it's important to be making sure that you understand that you have to be checking in and saying oh that's right like i need to if you're not going to have us do that update i need to make sure that i'm doing it. or maybe there's content on the site that mentions something that's no longer relevant like old outdated articles or your product suddenly is no longer selling because uh, the platform needs to sell it out of business or the merchants out of business like things are constantly changing on the web right in fact like the idea that you could just set a website up and have it be paying you for a product that you released 20 30 years ago is it's crazy like you have to redo a site every two to five years these days to say yeah yeah passive income is not truly passive. It, there's Just definitely not. still a little bit of work. Um, but I, I think maybe smart income is a better way to think That's about a, it exactly, rather than yeah. passive because, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it's maybe something that like helps you let like leverage the work that you do over time instead of trading minute for minute you know it might be minute for hour that you're trading instead yeah exactly you know? and that's I love that term yes yeah, it's like well how can you work effectively where you build something and then you're not you're doing maintenance but it's not it's not like a constant like trading time for money kind of like the old model yeah just like anything it's a balance so actually yeah that's that's great so okay if people um are looking for like a quick win of like hey here is one thing that you might do today that is going to help your website perform better or appear better um what would you tell people to go do go connect with your buyers and your audience and what i mean by that is really get to know them um this is i'll probably go to go up on a slight tangent with sure. it it has a bird. so we, with what's happened over the last 10 years with the advent of all this technology, and then over the last year and a half of COVID, where we're all connecting over Zoom and all this, we've simultaneously, I think, lost the idea that there's human beings sitting behind the other mm. side, you know, wanting to view your products and wanting to buy things and wanting to get to know you. Um, I am starting to see more of a market on some of the social media platforms for, you know, what we call like, I use the term like authenticity market, which sounds not great in some ways, but it, it, at its heart is that if you really want to connect with your client base, and this is easier to do if you have more of a service-based business, probably than a product-based one, yeah. um, is get to really know them. And I mean, like, not just the typical, you know, ask a few survey questions, get them in your system and like say, oh, well, we tend to have more people on the 40 to 55 demographic um, from affluent areas of the country, but rather like get to know the individual clients who you work with and like really 
shared experience with them as well. Um, you know, but I'm very transparent about my team. I mean, we have a small team of five or six developers, and we're um, there's not a lot of hierarchy to our work structure. So, I'm a client might work with me directly. I do direct work with clients, even though I own the company. Um, you know, Chris, our project manager, is the same way. None of us are. There's no hierarchy really as much to our system because we all see each opportunity to interact with a client as an opportunity to really get to know them. And by doing that, we can help them because we're actually getting in beside their heads in their business and saying, hey, this is, you know, this is, uh, I like what you do. It's a cool business. How can we help you out? And then that becomes a conversation. So to get a win, the way I like to look at a win is like, you know, people can define it in different ways. Like for some people, it's hitting a certain financial mark. Like, oh, you know, we made seven figures of sales this year um, versus, um, oh, we signed on this many new clients. But a win can be, you know, we changed this person's business for the better. And if you want to look at it as some kind of monetary value and something that was a win for our practice, maybe it's a great testimonial. That's still important. But what's important is that you're connecting with people, changing their lives and helping them. Um, and it's very easy to lose sight of that when you're working with technology because mm-hmm. you're not on one with people as much. So authenticity all the way, um, like connecting with people and like keeping the human element in it is critical. I think. So great. Well, if people want to learn more about the work that you're doing and the ways that you're helping people out, where where can they go find you? So easiest way to get in touch with us, um, our website is 515.media. Um, and that is a very confusing web address for some because it's not .com. We actually had one of those vanity addresses that you know were coming out like four or five years ago. We actually yeah. have media. So it's just the number 515.media. Nice. That's great. That's great. Well, thanks, Mike, so much for sharing all this amazing wisdom when it comes to improving your website, improving your online presence, and ultimately getting clear about what your clients and your customers really need. So thanks so much for sharing. Thank you, Valerie. This was a pleasure. I appreciate being on today. And uh, yeah, thanks again. If you liked what you just heard, please hit subscribe to make sure you don't miss any of our future episodes. And while you're at it, go ahead and leave us a review. That not only helps us out, but it helps others discover great interviews just like this one.